This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Brody Kostecki swept the bend, and on this episode of Inside Supercars, we speak to his engineer, George Commons, about how he did it. Brody, I think all the hours in the simulator overseas especially has helped a lot, and you can just get out in front and just do those lap times over and over again without any, any mistakes. George Commons talks about Brody Kostecki going to America and working with RCR. And it starts now. George Commons, what a couple of weeks you've had of motor racing over there in the United States. And you must have learned a thing or two. They come back and clean sweep the weekend with poles and uh, a lot of first place trophies. Yeah, no, for sure. It's been a great couple of weeks. Um, yeah, being over there with Brody, watching what he achieved in the NASCAR, given the no practice, was probably the, the most amazing thing I've ever seen a driver do. And then uh, he's come back on form, and yeah, we've done all three this weekend, despite it being essentially the, the Mustang Cup, mostly, for this track. So, um, yeah, no, you couldn't be happier, really. I have had uh, team owners say to me that the parity must be triggered after this weekend. Well, uh, <laughs> I'd say the parity debate should probably be over. I'm not sure how many Mustangs there were in the top ten, but it was three Camaros in the top 11 last time I looked so I think um, yeah they're well and truly fast enough now. What do you put this weekend down to because there would have been a lot of factors in there that you could make excuses for but it was just clean sailing right from the get-go. No of course I mean we didn't roll out that strong to be honest but um, you know we we had a plan of, of what we were going to do uh, through the practice sessions depending on what we had and that, that all played out really well um, so we've sort of moved our window fairly significantly and yeah managed to get it right. Um, yeah, that's really what I put it down to. And then Brody, I think all the hours in the simulator overseas especially has helped a lot. And you can just get out in front and just do those lap times over and over again without any, any mistakes. You've done a lot of stuff in Europe. Had you done anything in the US before? No, I hadn't. I haven't. Um, it's interesting. They're sort of the way that the, the teams are structured over there now with the, with the manufacturer's support. It's very similar to sort of F1 level probably five, ten years ago. Uh, in terms of their simulation and their driver and loop simulation and stuff. So it's interesting to see them sort of try to get to grips with that. And they're sort of still learning, I think, what they can and can't do with it, if that makes sense. And then just getting yourself embedded in RCR for a weekend and in the build-up, seeing that build-up process, seeing the race weekend, how did you find that to be able to see how the other half live? I mean, it's interesting as you always go there and, you know, try and take something from what other people do and try and learn something new. Um, I think that uh, obviously they spend so much time on ovals, they're road racing. I think that uh, there's a few things there where hopefully we can help them with and then in return they can help us with uh, some resources and things. So that's the sort of long-term goal that, that Barry's been trying to arrange. Um, certainly the, the way their weekends are structured where you can't actually change the car on a race weekend means that the lead-up's very important and that's where all of the actual work's done. So yeah, it's sort of a different way of going racing to, in that respect. In that respect. And, and no data, so the engineer is your relationship with your driver there becomes so much more critical. That's right, yeah. 
It's, um, I mean, they've got basic data in the sense that you can actually overlay everybody's cars in the pit lane through their, their SMT system, which I think is actually quite a, a good thing to be able to have. Um, you know, a lot of people are scared of that, that concept of everybody seeing where they're fast and where they're not, but I, I'm not sure that's the way to look at it. Um, so, yeah, but it, certainly, like I said, though, all of the work happens in the week before. It doesn't happen on the race meeting because you literally can't change anything on the car except shock clicks and ride heights. So. Um, it's it, yeah, it's a different world. The two-day race meeting we had one at SMP, which seemed like you were there for a month uh, because you parked up so early and then had the ride day. Here at SMP, was it an improvement on that? I do know you're involved in some of the works tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, so we're doing a tyre test tomorrow for supercars. Um, so also we're here tomorrow. That shouldn't be too taxing, I don't think, but. Um, you know, it's fundamentally the same format as Sydney, where we the, most of the team was still here on Thursday to set up. So I think that if we're going to do two-day race meetings, we've got to work out a way we can all come on Friday. I think really, um, there's no doubt yesterday's hectic, but you know, that's that's just how it is, and you get on with it and let's make it happen. Now, you, interestingly, you said you missed the window you thought in the first practice session, but you were able to find it quickly. I, I've spoken to a lot of guys that said we we're out of the window and we never got we never got to the window frame by the end of the weekend. Yeah, it's um, that sort of comes back to what you touched on before with the NASCAR guys, that sort of driver-engineer relationship where, yes, we have more data than the NASCAR guys, but I wouldn't say it helps you that much with the car setup. You're still relying very heavily on, on what the driver says, and Brody and I are getting to a point now, particularly with this car, where you know, we can say, I need this, and we know exactly how to, how to make it happen, usually. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's coming together really well for us. You're about to throw a whole extra component into the mix when you get co-drivers getting involved for the next two races at Sandown and Bathurst. That's right. Yeah, I mean, looking forward, really looking forward to working with Dave Russell again. He's done a great job the last two years. He just gets in and he's always on the pace. So our test day we've got coming up in a couple of weeks will be focused more around him. Brody's done enough laps in the car, so we'll spend the whole day working with him on giving him laps and guidance. And, and then, yeah, looking forward to last year I gave him greens at Bathurst and he banged out a 4-2 or something, so we'll see what he can do this year. It is going to be interesting because it is a different ball game. The co-drivers have had up to 10 years' experience in the cars. Now they've had, what, two test days, three if you're lucky? Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, this car is arguably harder to drive than the last car. I think that ticks a lot of the boxes in the terms of being able to follow and the racing is better, but it's to get that ultimate lap time out of it, I think it's probably harder than the last car. Um, so, yeah, but Dave will be fine. He drives so many things. He's always in a, either doing his driver training days or in race cars all around Australia. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Well, George, congratulations. You can't actually do better than this, I don't think. Uh, pole and, or two, three pole, two, no, two, two, poles. two poles. Okay, so two poles and three wins. I made, I made a mistake, which means we missed out on the, the first pole this morning, which I'm going to read that one. But anyway, bit of a typo. So, anyway, we fixed it for the second one. So, it's all good. Congratulations. Thank you. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.